Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Do you ever walk into a bar or a club or maybe a house party and you catch yourself getting fixated on one particular type of girl every time. She is the one who's super pretty, all dolled up, dressed the best. She looks like the queen of the social hierarchy. And you find yourself thinking to yourself, if only, if only I could meet women like that. That is the pinnacle of the kind of woman I want to meet. Well, today I want to talk to you about why that effect, which I call the cheerleader effect, is one of the biggest mistakes guys can make in their dating journeys, and oftentimes it holds them back and leads to nothing but pain and chaos. Find out more? Keep watching. As a young guy growing up, I found that, of course, like most young men, I felt a lot of frustration. I had all these sexual needs and all these sexual urges, and especially going to an all-boys school, there were no girls around me that I could kind of look to or look at or try to talk to. And, um, you know, so really my first experience with women was when I started going out to bars and clubs and things, 17, 18. And was this, when I started doing that, I, of course, like most guys, look around and I think, who, who, is, who would be the ultimate chick to date? And at that age, of course, as well, the woman you're dating feels like a, a path to a higher social standing, right? I'm dating the hottest woman in the room, then I'd be the coolest guy in the room. Kind of so goes that thinking uh, for young guys. And, and, and so what I found myself doing was fixating on that woman, the really hot woman, the hottest chick in the bar, the hottest chick in the room, the one that, that sort of danced all sexy and dressed all sexy and dressed all provocatively. And, you know, that woman became the focus of all of my energies. And, of course, like most guys, there was nothing I could do about it because those women were unobtainium to me. And then I went on this journey to try to become more successful with women, to learn how to communicate and learn how to talk and become more confident in myself. And eventually my stars aligned and I met a girl who was a cheerleader for a really big cheerleading company, um, for a big, big cheerleading squad for a big football team in Sydney. And that was really cool. Like it was like all my Christmases had come at once. I was sure of it. This was, I had reached the pinnacle of meeting women and dating and success. And I remember the experience that I had was interesting because I was all of a sudden hanging out with the whole cheerleading squad frequently. And I thought, wow, I'm going to be with the hottest women in Sydney. And I'm like, this is just nuts. But it was curious what I experienced in reality because these women were, I mean, I was meeting them in day-to-day life, not just seeing them on the stage and in calendars and stuff now. And it was like, these women were pretty like they were attractive enough women but in person they weren't any more like when I was just catching up with them casually they weren't any more special than other women that I'd see day to day in the street who happened to be pretty as well what I really realized with all these cheerleaders was that they were extremely good at getting dolled up right they they worked hard at scrubbing up well and looking like a million bucks and they did it fantastically when you saw these women on the stage they were like the hottest women in the whole room and, and it was like you know, they were that type of woman that you'd picture when you think like hanging out with a group of cheerleaders. But most of the time, like if I went out with a group of them to just to, to like a dinner or a lunch or a coffee or something, it was just like having dinner, lunch, coffee with a bunch of girls who happened to be a bit pretty. Um, it was nothing special. There was nothing 
you know, crazy unique about them. And that was the first time that I sort of began to have this experience of there is an aura or a facade that hangs around women who really work hard to look attractive and look pretty. But if that's all it was, like, oh, if you aim for these women, you'll realize they're not quite as hot as you think they are. Well, then that isn't a very interesting video. And, you know, after I broke up with this girl, we were together for six months and really we weren't really well suited for each other. Um, she was a lovely girl, by the way. There wasn't any massive trouble there. But I started to really still focus on trying to hit the cream of the crop, the head of the, the social hierarchy. And I noticed something over and over and over again. Attra picking up these women, talking to and flirting with them was, was really fun. Um, they were frequently neurotic. They needed validation like no one's business. Like, they needed validation from everyone. Uh, they were generally quite superficial, you know, and, and not just superficial in the way they judged other people, superficial in the way they judged themselves. They felt like the only thing of value they had to offer was their looks, and they didn't really pay attention to anything else. And they wouldn't pay attention to anything else in me either. You know, it was lucky at that time that I was... I happened to, to, I went to the gym six days a week, you know, so I was a good looking guy who's a great body and all this kind of stuff. And even then, even then, I still ended up having to like play games and do all this stuff that wasn't really Damien just to try to attract these women. I wasn't enjoying the process. And luckily, I never got into any more long term relationships with these women, but I know a lot of guys really try to, and that's what they work hard to do. And I've had a number of clients who, have worked hard to exclusively date these women and realize that these women ended up cheating on them. <laughs> they end up having affairs, treating the guys like rubbish, taking advantage of them. Why? And this is really why this is such a big trap for guys too. It's dangerous. Not it, It's so dangerous. It's dangerous because of this. When you grow up in an environment that is very looks-centric as a woman, right? It's easy for society to tell you that looks are the only thing about you that matter. Right? They're the only thing that you have to offer the world that we're going to value. And so the difficulty there is that that can make you very neurotic because your looks, first of all, your looks can't please everyone. You're either too skinny for some people, too overweight for other people, right? You're too, too, too um, white for some people, too dark for some people. I mean, you can't, you're never going to be able to please everyone. And so when you start to, when your whole self esteem and sense of self is built around being attractive, you can't be attractive to everyone. Right? So you're constantly going to receive critical feedback. You're constantly going to receive some kind of abuse because you're going to have people who are going to be jealous of you. And so you're going to get lots of insults as well. And they're going to pick on anything they can find about you that is less than ideal. So yeah, there's a reason why a lot of these women who are, you know, in models and cheerleaders and all this kind of stuff end up becoming really neurotic, right? And they end up having really, really kind of shaky self-esteems, even though they should feel great about themselves. They have really shaky self-esteems because that's what society gives them. And so when it comes to dating, what they end up being is feeling very insecure. They end up looking for a lot of validation. And this is dangerous. This is really the crutch of why it's such a big trap to, to get really focused on those women who are the ones who get dressed up a lot. Is that validation means that they're very likely to cheat on their partners. Now, why is this? Because when you need validation... It means you constantly need someone to be giving you feedback. You'll notice these women frequently flirt with guys, even if they're not interested in the guys, because what they're looking for is that constant feedback. Yes, you're still attractive. Yes, you're still attractive. Yes, you're still attractive. And you you can't, in a long-term relationship, it's really hard to keep providing that for a woman, right? That, that, that feedback. Because after a while, even though you're still telling her she looks great or you're still telling her she turns you on, um, that the punch that that packs, because she's so used to hearing it from you, 
reduces and reduces and she'll eventually start to look for it elsewhere and um, I'm just not to say that every model or every cheerleader, every really hot girl is going to behave like that. That would be really unfair. But a lot of them do. And I've seen this a lot with the clients that I work with. Um, and so what do I have to say to a lot of you guys watching who are in that trap that I was in where you focus on those women, the hottest, the, the head of the totem pole thing? Um, start to become a little bit mindful of it, right? If you are going to actually talk to any of these women, I, I, I highly recommend you start to know what you want in a woman outside of attractiveness, I know that that can seem like, well, I, first of all, I want to find hot chicks and then I'll worry about personality. But trust me on this one. Start to focus on what do I want in a woman outside of how she looks and start start screening women, like start being willing to walk away from women who don't have anything else to offer. Because I, I've seen so much pain and heartache in my clients who focus just on the hottest women they can find. Um, and what's more is that those women, of course, they'll only value the superficial in you too. And that's why I think a lot of guys or some guys, they end up feeling like all women are gold diggers because they focus so heavily on just those women. Um, and those women only value the superficial and how, how things look to the external world. So those women tend to focus on rich guys. Those women tend to focus on re only really good looking guys. And it will shape, it, will co it can contort your view of women and your your interpretation of what all women must be like when really it's just a certain type of woman who behaves like that so yeah I, I believe this is a huge trap and it's something that a lot of guys need to shake it's something that i work with on clients day to day is trying to get rid of these mindsets because they're dangerous um you'll find that there are plenty of really attractive women in the world who don't spend three four hours trying to get ready to go out to a club and they're still really attractive but they just haven't gussied up and tried to look like a million bucks for just that night out now, I know that can be hard to shake if it's something you've wanted since you were a little child, like a little teenager at least, um, but pay attention to it. Have you noticed this in the past? I know this video is a little bit of a rambling, but it's something that's come up a lot recently for like four or five of my clients in a row, and that's why I wanted to make a video about it. Has this happened to you? That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.